This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael Reed on LMFM. Some more comments uh, that have uh, come to us about uh, the tarnished. Uh, Mike says, Leo's credibility is completely shot and there's no way the public can have any faith in him to take over. As Taoiseach, again, he needs to go for the sake of the government. Sarah says she can't believe that it was just a few weeks ago that the Taunishta was accusing Neffet of leaking confidential information to the public and he was vilifying them for it and accusing them of letting people down. Now that it's come to light that he has leaked confidential information, he's taking a very different stance altogether and we're supposed to be okay with it because he, he was doing it with good intentions. What a load of nonsense, says Sarah. Well, uh, the Taunishta We'll make a statement, as you've been hearing in the Dáil, later this afternoon and then we'll field questions from TDs. But let's talk about this situation now with Labour TD for Louth and East Meath. Jed Nash is on the line together with Fine Gael Senator Mary Siri Kearney. And a very good morning to you and uh, thanks uh, for joining us on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Uh, Senator Kearney, first of all, uh, do you believe uh, that uh, the Tarnished act, acted improperly? I, I believe that in this, the Tonista had absolutely the correct objective and the correct motivation in getting the GP contract agreed by as many GPs as possible. But could he have shared it in a, in a, in a different manner? Yes, he could have. And he has absolutely said that from the very beginning, that the manner of sharing it wasn't best practice. So you believe he did, he did the wrong thing for the right reasons, is it? I, I don't believe he did the wrong thing in sharing the documents at all. No, I, I would rather that he had called them in for a briefing uh, rather than sent it out by post. However, it was absolutely the right thing to share the agreement after the, all of the negotiations had concluded with a, the president of an organisation that had up to 2,000 GPs as members of it who had an, a need to know what they were being asked to sign up to. And we needed, as a people, we needed GPs to sign up to this because this was a really good, it was a really good deal. It was a 40% increase in the fees and the, the funding to GPs are worth £210 million. And we needed, we had a rate of attrition from GP life. We had people who were retiring or unable to retire because there was no GP coming up behind them. They were, uh, there were GPs closing off their list. So we needed as many GPs signed up to this and that was the absolute mm. motivation. You'd have to wonder if you could trust anybody in Fine Gael if uh, they can't honour a confidence. And if everybody in Fine Gael thinks it's all right uh, to uh, throw that trust out the window and to, to leak confidential documents. It 
we wasn't leaking confidential documents. It was sharing an agreement after the confidential after the. It wasn't published. It was a confidential it was shared in confidence with the president of an organization who needed to know its content so that the members of that organization would sign up to the agreement, okay. which was an absolutely correct objective and a, and a very necessary thing for all of the patients that were out there and the potential patients of GPs who couldn't get on lists of GPs. So in the end, it, we, it wasn't a foregone conclusion at the time that GPs would actually sign up to this. So I think that we need to not lose sight of the absolute requirement for this agreement to be signed up to by GPs, and thankfully it was on mass. Okay, Jed Nash, uh, whether it was uh, the right thing or the wrong thing, it was done for the right reasons. Do you agree with that part of it? I don't at all. Um, this is a, a really unseemly affair, uh, Michael, and in my view, it really um, impacts on the credibility of the Taoiseach, the credibility of the Taunister, the then Taoiseach, and indeed soon to be Taoiseach again uh, in accordance with the programme for government. It does feed into issues around credibility in terms of politics more generally. Uh, it does bring politics into disrepute. Um, and as people, um, you know, people are asking questions about how politics in this country is conducted at the most senior of levels. And I've heard this defence from Fine Gael over the last few days since the story first broke that the motivation of the then Taoiseach was correct in that we wanted all GPs in this country to sign up for this arrangement. Uh, I understand uh, that argument, but I don't accept it. I don't accept it because it's untrue. I'll tell you why it's untrue. Uh, it is the IMO, uh, the Irish Medical Organisation, uh, that has exclusive rights in terms of negotiating rights on behalf of GPs uh, in this country. Uh, there was a long protracted legal case back in 2016 uh, introducing uh, a very robust, uh, very careful, sensitive legal framework within which these negotiations should take place. Because there was a question uh, in the first instance, Michael, as to whether or not uh, the IMO, IMO should be negotiating at all on behalf of GPs because GPs themselves are independent contractors, effectively independent businesses. Uh, so it is not a normal trade union. Uh, competition law is at stake here as well. Mm. So the question, the idea that uh, a, a document of this nature, an unpublished document of this nature, that uh, everybody has admitted was subject to amendment at the time that it was shared by the then Taoiseach, you know, the, the idea that that would be shared with a rival organisation uh, is, is, is difficult for, I think, anybody to accept and does impact on trust uh, in politics and trust, indeed, in, in, in terms of the trade union movement who are preparing uh, for uh, a possible round of negotiations on a successor um, pay deal to the public sector pay deal that's due to run out uh, at the end uh, of uh, this year. Okay, well, I suppose nothing is agreed until everything is agreed. And as this pu- document hadn't uh, been uh, published uh, there uh, is undoubtedly a question over the actions of uh, the then Taoiseach. Uh, it's very difficult, uh, Senator, to understand uh, why you uh, don't seem to accept that what he did was wrong. Throughout the negotiating period, uh, from early in the year and throughout t- till the point on the 3rd of April when the negotiations were concluded, members of all parties and none... Uh, in both the Doyle and the Shannon had ad- and within the Joint Rockless Committee on Health had advocated for the NAGP to be to have a seat at the table uh, and uh, then also to be consulted. And the Minister for Health confirmed that he had taken on board their suggestions, that he had uh, considered what they had to say, and there was a political commitment to keep them appraised. 
at the point when the negotiations with the IMO were concluded and their own document, their own publication, their own statement uh, of the 5th of April has quite detailed information in it. That's not the document. It had not concluded. The process had not concluded until the document was to be published and the uh, document was leaked before it was published. It it was leaked to the NAGP before... uh, opposition politicians had sight of it. Stephen Donnelly and Roisin Shorthall were asking to get sight of this document on the 16th of April. The IMO were planning roadshows to share the content of the document and within a matter of a fortnight of its publication, they were out on the road sharing the contents of it. So are you realistically, and is, is Jed realistically saying that the members of the NAGP did not deserve to know what was in it, did not deserve that? I, I believe that they did. They had a right to know what they were. They, they, he has, Jed himself said there, that they're independent contracts. These are self-employed. This isn't a collective bargaining situation. It's not normal um, ICTU negotiations. The, agree, the IMO sat at the table negotiating on behalf of GPs. That was completely concluded. Once that was concluded, it was in the interests of all of the patients throughout the country that every GP sign up to this and on mass they did. So it was absolutely important for the president of the NAGP to be able to be in position to discuss what was in the agreement and it was in the interests of the government on behalf of the people of Ireland. But not the Oireachtas. Many GPs. But not the Oireachtas. The the agreement was was published. Uh, It was published in May. In May, yes. At that material Mm. time, the Mm. GPs deserve first sight of it. The GPs before the Oireachtas. What they were being for. Well, it's GPs that had closed lists and weren't having patients. The agreement was with the IMO. Those G- the, the IMO had the document. Other G- GPs, rival GPs, uh, if you like, a rival GP association was now being given the document wrongly by Leo Vradker. They were a trade association uh, on behalf of self-employed uh, independent contractors, as Jed calls them, and that is well articulated and ventilated through several several cases, both with the Composition Authority and otherwise, since 2013. Um, so it was in the interests of those GPs to see and to know what was in that agreement that they were being asked to sign up to. Okay. It's not about it being rival, it's about the GPs getting information that was in their interest. Well, that's back to the motivation rather than the action. And the question is whether the, the, the then Taoiseach acted wrongly. Uh, it's not about uh, the motivation, surely be to God. Well, of course it has to be about the motivation. Um, it has to be why? about why? The, the, the motivation was to ensure that patients, what? people throughout the country, had a GP. There couldn't be any more passionate motivation than that. So ethics don't matter if the motivation is right. Ethics absolutely governed this right up until the conclusion of the agreement. The agreement was completely concluded. It was completely concluded by the time this was shared with another organisation who were representing GPs and their members needed to sign up to this. Well, do you accept that, Jed Nash, that uh, the agreement had been completely concluded? No, I don't. Um, my understanding is that the uh, agreement was in draft form and was subject to uh, further amendment potentially uh, over the period of the month of April. But even that's besides the point. I mean, there is an ethical question here about uh, why uh, the uh, dentist decided to 
share this unpublished document in the manner in which he did. And I know the questions have been raised over the last few days about um, you know, who benefited from the sharing of this document and an argument has been made. In fact, nobody benefited from it, so therefore it must have been okay and the end justifies the means. It doesn't at all. Uh, the reality here is, um, in my view, uh, the only uh, organisation um, that benefited an individual was then president of the NEGP uh, and the NEGP uh, itself, an organisation that legally had to be outside of the door, as it were, when the negotiations were going on. It is not true to say, uh, as the Senator has uh, argued, that um, all parties were arguing that the NAGP should be allowed to uh, be involved in the conflict. Well, well some certainly some were, but... Uh, because, uh, yeah, yeah, but the, the point yeah. about it is, and it goes back to the point I made at the outset, Michael, there was a very strict legal framework in place because of the issues around competition law hmm. that only the IMO were permitted to negotiate uh, a new arrangement and it was up then to individual GPs to make a decision. Uh, IMO members, by the way, NAGP members, would not have had a vote on this. And this is the point that punctures that argument in terms of the motivation behind sharing this with NAGP members. Yes, it may have improved the general atmosphere in terms of the conduct of a public mm. debate around the content of this uh, proposed deal, but, but, but that and that alone. The truth is that the NAGP itself was floundering at the time. And the unique selling point that the NAGP had was the close relationship with certain individuals on the, in that organisation and the Taoiseach. So the idea that, you know, and we, we have seen the mm-hmm. celebratory text messages and WhatsApp messages uh, doing the circuit around NAGP members saying, you know, Leo delivers, mm-hmm. we've got the mm-hmm. document. Uh, clearly then uh, they, they, they felt that this was particularly important because the advice was that this should not be shared with anybody. So, you know, the idea uh, that, 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 that this was a completed document that was pretty much, by and large, in the public domain, uh, I think is, is buried by the, the celebratory tone of those WhatsApp messages uh, that emerged from certain members of the NAGP. So a lot of questions, I think, have to be addressed by Leo Varadkar this afternoon, mm. chief of which, I think, is, is this the only occasion that he has provided sensitive on yeah, well, the Village Magazine seems and, to be indicating that there are way, locations, yeah. is, is this the way that government business is being done under uh, Leo Varadkar? I mean, you know, you can probably now split up um, you know, our society into two distinct groups. One is friends of Leo Varadkar, the other is those who aren't friends of Leo Varadkar. And people shouldn't have the kind of access that it appears that you know, one set of people has, uh, ha- ha- has enjoyed uh, to the detriment of others. That's not how politics should be conducted in this country. Mm. Uh, we, we, we have known over the years you know, how... Uh, you know, the difficulties that have arisen in this state in terms of you know a golden circle that developed around one particular political party. It well, now let's, yeah. the coterie of yeah, yeah. the coterie of people who uh, have access to okay. um, senior decision makers, but they ought not to have. Okay, but what motivated Leo Radker is uh, the question that Finnegal wants us uh, to answer. But surely, Senator, the first question is why did he breach a confidential agreement with the IMO? And that when two parties enter into talks on reaching an agreement, uh, it is still open for negotiation until it's published uh, as the final uh, 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 document. Uh, this was a, a draft document which was subject to amendment uh, and in uh, leaking it to another organisation uh, who weren't party to the talks, it was undoubtedly a breach of trust. It was undoubtedly wrong. It was undoubtedly unethical. Uh, what motivated Leo Radker is not really relevant. Uh, the agreement was concluded on the 3rd of April. But it wasn't published. Of what was in that agreement 
were out in the public domain by the 5th of April and the 6th of in April. In a press release. By the IMO. In a press release. The document was and, not published. And by the... And by the uh, by the Minister for Health and the Taoiseach. So, the so, so why, why, why could opposition TDs not see the document on the 16th of April? The, um, what was the secret? At this stage, the, the GPs... What was the secret? So did, did people benefit from this agreement? Yes, they did. You're back, you're back, to, you're back to confusing people by asking about the motivation. Why, 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 why could TDs not see the document on the 16th of April? At this stage, the GPs who were making the decision to... But I've asked you about the TDs. I, I'm not, I, I can't answer for the TDs. Because the agreement had not been published, because the agreement had not been finalised, and the Dan Taoiseach leaked a confidential document. The, the IMO wanted to carry out the, the publicity of their agreement in a particular way, and they had commenced roadshows at that stage to agree to brief... GPs throughout the country on the content of the agreement. Okay. Until they had balloted, it wasn't finalised anyway. It couldn't. It couldn't be. But so they had to come back and agree it. And it was really important that the two thousand up to two thousand members of the NAGP signed up to it. Okay. Well, I doubt it could be voted on unless it was published. The four hundred and thirty thousand medical card and GP visit card people who benefited from this and needed chronic disease management that benefited from this. That's who ultimately benefited from this. Mm. Po- politics didn't do too well, though, did it? I believe that at the point when the Taoiseach shared, the then Taoiseach shared the document, he shared it post the agreement being concluded. Mm, well, the negotiations. Well, Michal Ma- Martin said, yes, say it was inappropriate. Leo Radker said it wasn't best practice. Um, I, I think the Taoiseach I, agreed our, that it wasn't best practice. Uh, and uh, I, uh, uh, I said that at the very beginning, Michael, that absolutely it wasn't best practice. I would rather it had been done a different way yeah. and that they had been brought into the, to the Taoiseach's department. Okay. And the Taoiseach himself agrees that, absolutely. Mm, because it was um, wrong. Because it was wrong. No, the motive it was wrong. The, the motive was is not what's in question here. The action was wrong. Why can't you no, say it? Ser- seriously, why? Ser- seriously, what's the problem? Why can't you just say it was wrong? He shouldn't have done it. Because it was necessary for the GPs who were members of the organisation. No, that's your your belief. That's your belief. That's the that's back to the motivation. It was wrong to do it in the way that it was done. If if he wanted the GPs to see it, he could have published the document. He could have gone to the IMO and got them to agree to publishing it. Why don't you just admit what Leo Radker did was wrong? I, I because I don't believe it was wrong. I believe that the people who were leaving GP practices because it was financially well, then, uh, and needed. Okay, okay. And you're entitled to your opinion, no, but it's a, your opinion is very different to everybody who's contacting us, and I'm sure you're aware of that. I, I believe that when the Tornishta goes into the door this afternoon and makes a statement and okay. answers his questions, I have full confidence in him okay. All to right. be fully transparent in the answers that he gives. Okay. as he has been throughout this. Okay, well, we'll leave it there. Thank you both, indeed, uh, for joining us uh, on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Uh, that's uh, Fine Gael Senator Mary Siri Kearney and also on the line with us, Labour TD for Louth and Eastmeath, Jed Nash. Michael Reed on LMFM. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.